Good morning, this is Karen, aka Hippie Mama at Karen's Corner, and I hope everyone had a great night sleep. So, I remember last week, and I meant to talk to you about it yesterday, but I completely forgot it, um, that I was going to tell you how the Mongolian banana pudding came out. Well, it is delicious. Okay, so I have to tell you really quickly because this is not my topic for today, but I wanted to say it before I forgot. Um, So I had, you know, I had my whipped cream and everything and I whipped the stiff peaks in it and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, and I had made my banana pudding the night before. So that was Friday evening I made it and Saturday morning I constructed the the pudding and so I put everything together and so I was there (laughs) I cut up my bananas I had my vanilla wafers and so I had the whipped cream all whipped up in a bowl and I'm showing my daughter I'm like look Skylar I'm like look oh my goodness looks looks so good and I was just getting ready to pour over the um banana pudding inside of the mixture of whipped cream to just fold it in and Skylar said she said okay oh that looks good but I'm just curious when do you put the condensed milk in <laughs> I was like oh gosh I forgot I was supposed I was supposed to put the whip uh the condensed cream in before I whipped my whipped cream but you know what that's just how life works, right? Sometimes you forget to put something in, but it's never too late to go back and do it. So lesson learned and the banana pudding still came out so delightful. I'm telling you, I will never eat banana pudding any other way other than that. But I also have to say in that same voice, I just think I can't eat stuff that's creamy (laughs) because (laughs) I'm sorry I got tickled. But it's because it just kind of makes me <laughs> sorry. Oh gosh, I don't mean to laugh. But it's like, oh, it just makes me sick on my stomach sometimes. <laughs> and I I really liked it. So I'm not saying I don't like the banana pudding because it's good. But <laughs> sorry. eat a lot of it at one time because it's like oh gosh I started to get sick but it could be just because it's <laughs> oh gosh this is wrong um it could just be because it's so sweet and <laughs> I don't eat a lot of I mean I eat sweets don't get me wrong I was making cookies last week <laughs> You know, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna have to stop and re record this. But, um, you know, I'm always eating sweets and I really need to stop because it's not good for me. But <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna stop talking about that. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, this, this, okay, I was watching a nature show, um, and it was about the lions, uh, it was a National Geographic one. And it was about the lions um, and, you know, how they hunt out in the 
African on the, the plane and everything. So, and it was a huge pride. This was probably a bigger pride than I'd ever seen um, before. And um, they were, you know, the lioness, thick family, and they were hunting. And it was a drought season. Um, it was hard to find watering holes to get water. But, um, you know, they had to keep traveling and stuff. And eventually, I believe there was some rain that came and it helped, like, kind of replenish those areas that used to be, like, rivers or ponds and stuff. And and so, you know, the lions were thriving and taking down their big game. Um, wow. One time they had, um, they, they actually switched to uh, a leopard that had, uh, you know, killed its prey early that morning. And these wild, uh, I'm going to call them jackals. I think they were jackals. They were they were not wild dogs and they were definitely not hyenas. So I believe these were jackals because they had more of a slender fox-like face, but long. So anyway, you know, everybody's hungry, right? Because they're out in the, the desert and there's a drought and nobody wants to work super hard. And if they see a kill, well, it's just animal instinct that, you know, hey, I'm gonna go up and try to steal some of the, the food that's just right there. So anyway, this leopard had killed uh, this uh, antelope and it was too heavy for the leopard to actually pull up into the tree because that's where uh, typically leopards like to put their their food up at the tree because they know other scavengers can't get to it or won't come to it. But obviously he couldn't lift this one up. So he um, kicked dirt over it and, you know, marked his territory with his urine so that that would keep other predators away from it. And it kind of worked. So the leopard was like walking away. And then the jackals, as a group of them, um, came running up to steal some of the carcass. And that leopard turned around and charged at that jackal. So not only did he have antelope, but he also had jackal. So he was going to be pretty good for the next couple of days. Uh, but then going back to the lions and the pride, you know, so they're constantly on the hunt and they're constantly looking for food and on the move. And like I said, this was a pretty large pride. So they had a lot of mouths to feed because there was a lot of cubs and it you know, they needed food, they needed water. Uh, and obviously if they couldn't get the water, then the blood was, was sufficient, was sufficient because, you know, that quenched their thirst. So anyway, um, one night, uh, they were doing a buffalo hunt and, uh, in the midst of doing this buffalo hunt, which they did take the buffalo down because it was one of the weaker older buffaloes so they took it down but in the midst of doing that one of the cubs got kicked by the buffalo in his in his hind legs or his pelvis so you know they fade out to dark the next morning comes and you see this once like thriving little cub that was running and pouncing everywhere this poor little thing now is literally walking on two legs and it's dragging its hind legs behind it. So, and if you think about, I don't know if you've ever watched The Simpsons, but there was, uh, I think it was Mr. Burns' dog. I mean, I haven't watched The Simpsons in ages, but I do remember that dog because it looks so pitiful. Um, 
and the dog's hind legs were not working. So all it could do is just literally drag behind him. Well, this was the same thing that was happening to um, this little lion, this little lion cub. And he, his pelvis was literally broken. So it was so amazing in the sense that, you know, if we think about if we had broken something, even a bone, you know, I broke my little toe before and I was on crutches. I mean, it hurts, right? So think about breaking your pelvis, but still trying your very best to stay up with everybody else that's walking and you don't have any, there's no crutches, there's no wheelchair, there's nothing. And all you can do to get around is to move on your hands. Well, this is what this little cub was doing. He was moving around on his two front paws and it just broke my heart. It was like, but what was really beautiful about all of that is the resilience of this little cub. He figured out, I mean, like he wasn't wimping, he wasn't whining. He just kept going and he could not stay up with the pride, but even his mom was trying to help him and his brother came back to try to help him to get up like the side of this little hill uh, embankment. And this little cub, he, he fell backwards, he couldn't get up, but he got up, he did a little meow, a roar, uh, and he found another way around to get up that embankment in order to be with his pride. And I just said, wow, the resilience of animals. And you know, he and his mother knew that if he showed, I guess, any signs of not being able to stay up or just being weak in that regard, that the pride would totally, dis they'd have to dismiss him because in a situation like that, where you're a wild animal and your survival is dependent upon your ability to stay up, they can't stay back for one wounded animal. You know, they have to keep going and keep the pride going. So, you know, this little little guy, he just, he kept going. And he, mind you, he was always the last one to make it to wherever they were resting at or the last one to come in and be able to get some food. But he never gave up. Um, but I will say that at the very end of the, the documentary, uh, they didn't show the little cub anymore. So I just figured, you know, because of that, that he was either, um, you know, uh, eaten by another predator or they really did have to just leave him behind and he couldn't keep up and lost sight of them. So that was like the end of his story. But, you know, as long as he could, you know, his brothers basically tried to just I mean, they were literally patting him on his shoulder, on his head. It was just the saddest thing, but the sweetest thing, too, to know that animals do have feelings. I really do believe that. I don't care what people think about, oh, they're just an animal. They're just a wild animal. They don't care. Do I believe a wild animal could be tamed? Absolutely not. Do I think they should be kept as pets? Absolutely not. I don't think it's fair. I think we are cruel when we do that to animals. I don't care how good you treat them. Um, it's still really sad. And speaking of that, I'll go into like a two-part series, I guess you could say. 
So the other thing that I want to talk about is uh, the little monkeys that are kept as pets. Well, so what I didn't know is that these little babies are taken away from their mamas at the age uh, maybe about two weeks old, two to three weeks old. I mean, that is so detrimental to their, and I'm going to say it, to their mental health, to their mental wellness. It really is because these little babies are put on a stuffed toy and as a replacement of mom until the owner, the human owner comes and picks them up. And these little monkeys are rocking back and forth. Uh, and it just, it's not right. It's not right. Okay, so if you want an animal, if you really got to have one, you know, wait till they're weaned from their mom. Don't take them while they are still nursing. You know, they need that socialization. It's just like the puppies, right? Uh, and I'm a big dog lover. I I used to have a Great Dane and I love I love big dogs, period. I just, I love them, love them, love them. And um, I'm actually thinking of getting two Great Danes and one King Corsa because I love big dogs. But anyway, even that, I don't believe that they should be taken away from their mom until they're weaned. And after they're weaned, then, okay, you're going to have to because if you're a breeder, you can't keep all those puppies, you know, so you do have to get them to good homes, but they've had a chance to socialize, to, 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 you know, know how to behave with other dogs. And, and that's just the right thing to do. So we have to really be aware of our actions. And I know they're cute, these little baby monkeys. They're adorable, absolutely adorable. But these little baby monkeys grow up to be big monkeys. And, you know, and then I see how people will either take all their teeth out of their mouth because they become aggressive, especially when they start to become juveniles. And and it's, oh gosh, it's just, it's horrible. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are. I don't know if you know anybody that actually has a pet uh, wild animal or pet monkey, but I think it's just not right that we do this to them. And I'm all for saving endangered species. Uh, I, again, like I said, I am a big animal uh, wildlife lover. I love all of them. I think they're all cute. They all have something to say. Um, You know, we just, we got to remember that they were put in the wild for a reason and that's their habitat. That's what they're used to. That's what they know. And when we take them out and we try to socialize them and make them human-like, it's just, it's not right, I guess. I know it's not right. It's not right. Um, Yeah, so let me know what you guys think about that. Um, But again, it just goes to show you that even animals have a will to survive. Um, Just like we have a will to survive. We we get up and we go every day. Um, Sometimes, you know, maybe there are incidents that happen in life that maybe have left someone paralyzed or maybe they were born uh, paralyzed, but I'm always admired 
their strength, their, their, I mean, they, people sometimes that I see that have no legs or no arms do more than I do. And it makes me feel like, what the heck, you know, you need to get up. You need to do something. You need to be active because they don't let anything stop them. And I am really just in awe of these people. And I, and I love their their determination and their will to live their lives. Um, and that's how, that's something we should all be able to take from anybody that you see that maybe don't have the use of all of their limbs, but they still are active. They still live life to the fullest. They haven't given up, but I'm not going to say that it wasn't hard for them to come to terms with what their current situation is, but they persevered and they went on. So again, that should be our lesson of the day is like, you have to keep going no matter what you use, what you have and you make the best out of what you can and be happy that you are, however you are, however God has made you to be, be happy with that and, and, and live your life and just enjoy and not stress. Don't stress so much and don't eat a lot of banana pudding. And I'm not even gonna get started on that because I'll start laughing again. It took me, <laughs> took me a few minutes to stop laughing, but, um, you know, guys, I am considering, uh, starting a YouTube channel. And the reason being, I know this is kind of like a whole bunch of talk about everything, but, um, well, you know what? I'll save that for tomorrow. I'll have a segment where I talk about the reason why I am considering starting a YouTube channel. So I hope that if I do, that you guys will also follow me there. And obviously if I do, I will make sure you know how to find me. Um, but I wish you guys a great Tuesday and I hope you have a wonderful sleep um, this evening. Um, and I will be back to talk to you on Wednesday. All right. So be blessed, be kind to one another, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care and bye.